Yo. Yo, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's good, brother. Yeah, man, I can't call it. Yeah, it's just a chill day today. Yeah. Staying out the heat. We uh back with another Breaking the Narrative podcast. Make sure I get it out this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> BTM for short. I am Teddy. And I'm also real Mark Anthony. And today, we're going to be going over anger management. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, you know, I like to read the definitions. You know, I'm going to read the definition of the word anger to give us the base of what we're going to be going off of for people listening. So, that you know, everybody has their own definition for stuff. So I'm just going to clarify what we're going off of. Okay. Um, quite simple. I think everybody knows what angry means, but just for context, a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. It's quite simple, right? Absolutely. Everybody in life has been angry. Um, also, what I'm going to do here is go over the some signs that you might need anger management. And then we can let the conversation just flow from there. So, the first one says that if you're hurting others verbally or physically. The second one says you always find yourself feeling angry. The third one says you feel that your anger is out of control. The fourth one is... You frequently regret something you've said or done while you were angry. And the last one is, you notice that small or petty things make you extremely angry. Personally, to me, everybody could use anger management. I agree. Because I feel like it's something that's... And not just for like those reasons alone, but just because it's it's helpful to have. Okay. So you won't develop anger problems. Not developing anger problems, but like knowing how to just deal with it. To me, anger management is just like how you deal with that said emotion. Okay. So, you know, there's obviously there's everybody will have something to be angry about at some point. (laughs) So it's just like, you know. It's it's the it's just the matter of saying that there are people who could use it more than others, opposed to me saying that all of us obviously don't need it. We all I would say all of us could use it. There's yeah. just some who can use it more than others because there's people who encounter those triggers more than others. Right, and but it, we all could use it. Even yeah, because even, even if you don't have anger problems, you could use it as a preventative measure. Yeah, just when your time comes, or yeah. you do, or you, or you just know the program to help somebody else. Yeah. So, have you ever dealt with anger problems? Hell yes, oh. yes, okay. yes. My the way the way my life was set up, yes. So, uh, as a youngin, um, now in hindsight, I do believe just being in that environment, um, call could have caused eternal uh, frustration. Mm-hmm. And that's just simply because it's just like 
I mean, I'm sure everybody's at this state, but I'm personally at this state where it's just like, bro, like I don't want to be bothered with shit. It's not that obviously won't help, but be destructive or what seems to be destructive, or just like I said, it's just an, well, like you said, it's annoying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the fuck for it? Why is this necessary? Like, come on, you know. So I have definitely been in an environment that has produced that, where it's just like. Just certain shit Just be like Dog what the fuck Was that for Okay Like come on bro Like at the, If I was to say Anybody was weak for that It's just like You would you just freely Do shit like that Where it's just like If you had a choice To decide Whether you Not gonna respond this way Or you Can respond this way And you just go To that second one That That's weak to me And on top of that Like you could potentially create an environment for somebody else to just be fucking uncomfortable and they become that because you are that. Like, you just constantly putting that out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, most definitely I know I have have dealt with some shit where it's just like, man, like, I need to, I need to learn how to manage this better. Yeah. Um, and there has been uh, experiences in my life where it, it would have been ordained for me to take anger management. Okay. Like, that would have like had to be been against a, it. Yeah, it would have had to been a stipulation for me. Okay. Um. So, like, <clears throat> just to be transparent, like, there were times that I've been locked up and anger management may have, may have been a thing that might have had to come up in court. There was even a point in time where I even thought of bringing it up myself for myself in court. Okay. Because it's just like, there's a lot of things that could t- simply annoy me. And that's just because now I'm st- starting to realize people are growing more and more inconsiderate. And that's not okay. just in a way of like, oh, yeah, let me hold the door open for you or whatever. Just being nice. Just like, no, just realizing that it's more than just you in this world and how what you could say or do is going to could possibly affect somebody else. Okay. To, that's being considered. So. Just people just have a heavy, like, it's a heavy habit of doing dumb shit out here. And there's some things that could be, like, chances that, that it could take another pre- person's life or whatever. So, it's just, like, shit like that. Um, some certain anxieties uh, tend to grow around certain people or just uh, certain avenues because it's known for producing the environment that obviously is just not necessary. That could have been controlled, but it isn't. Okay. With the lack of care. <clears throat> so, um, I definitely was in some experiences where it's just like, yo, like anger management might be needed. Uh, on top of me uh, being so upset, I've encountered some people that just lack ownership. Yeah. And so there was blame or responsibility that was upon me and one of the biggest pet peeves that I have is like I don't like being held responsible for somebody else's shit like I don't like being categorized with other people's shit now if you're going to categorize me for my faults that I actually have done I have no choice but to take that and for, to be honest with you I prefer that like alright cool thank you for not letting me be a, be a fool as long as you're not trying to say it out of spite or whatever because then that's not that's not constructive to me, that's not constructive. That's just you talking shit. But <clears throat> to, I, I don't like being lumped in with somebody else's stupid shit or mm-hmm. flaw. It's not my flaw. 
So don't put me with that. So, you know, when I was taking blame for shit that I didn't do or that was in response to the shit that somebody else did that was fucked up or wrong, um, that was an issue for me. And so I was visibly emotional in an aggressive way about it because it just kept consistently happening. So to a degree, it was, my anger management was brought up to me. Okay. So when you were going through like these, when you were actually going through like these situations, like how do you, how do you felt like what was the reason like your anger used to spiral out of control? Like I know you said that you used to get annoyed, but do you feel like it was other things that played a part in that? Um, that's just simply just that it's just off a of memory of what of of what I experienced. Okay. Um, again, I do now in hindsight, I do believe that I've learned it. Because it's around, it was around so consistently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As a younger, you know, when you were at the impressionable state, right, and that's what you were taught. You were taught to to implode like that instead of doing better to control it. And on top of that, just in general, nobody was there to really show me how to manage those certain emotions. I told you, growing up, as I was getting older, um. Life was teaching me things. Right. Or right. there go, I was learning as I go. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like certain outlets that was brought up to me in case these moments happen. But going through certain things that were just traumatic, that is just like really the biggest issue was it was not dealt with. It was able to roam free. And it like to me, like I went through the just let it go conversation so many fucking times that's really not helpful it isn't (laughs) yeah because now it's just like there's people quote unquote let go in totally different ways ignore it bottle it up and hope it goes away or whatever which is one of the worst things yeah so it was just like there was things that why i was so to the extreme or adamant about certain things going a certain way in the end game of it all was because I knew offhand it was going to be difficult for me to forgive and forget. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff that just became a consistent pattern. And then, so, like, for example, what happened in my previous relationship, mm-hmm. what took, what was, um, what made me take it so hard was because there was one form of manipulation that occurred, and that was to make me consider everything, especially all the bad things that I was doing. Okay. Which was fine, but here's the thing. You're not going to have me take a look at myself on top of you criticizing me and having an old friend so, from so much of a long term criticize me because of other selfish and hidden uh, motives and reasons. That could wear on you. And see, the thing is that that put me in a different headspace mm-hmm. where just like, damn, bro, I've I've been called a monster. And then I started thinking, damn, am I really a monster? It made me th- go against to a period of time, it made me think of, you know, forget who I really was, which I wasn't a monster. And I used to talk against to that towards that person like, 
I'm not this. Like, you really don't even know me. It's just what somebody painted a picture of me because you had a glimpse of one moment that he created. And so now you took that and ran with it. Or that's what you, that's your perception of me. Mm -hmm. So it just grew worse. I was, the odds were already against me at that point. But, okay. Um, memories like that, especially when I, you, I allow you to, you know, talk me into just looking deep within me and consider it. Because I, I like, I am flawed. I know that. Yeah, and taking things in consideration, you taking advantage of the fact that I'm considering that this could be true or I could be subject to that because I'm not perfect. That was one of the worst things. So now I'm taking blame of something that you create, and it's not, it's not so, uh, so for that, me to blame. So that feeds into. Yeah. Okay. So it was a, always a consistent trauma of that because it was just like, all right, well, you know, it's not just me. So it was and like that a process then. Yeah. And it was always a thing that was mentioned um, all the time. It's not just me. It's not just me. It's not just this story. But because I fit this aggressive image, there was never the why is he really this way or let's investigate let's hear his side and let's give the equal chance of this turning out in a good balance it kind of was just like they kind of was just it just took one side of yeah, Nina. and then you was just wrong and, and it yeah so and it was just because based off of you know people could talk a good game but that's how manipulative people are <laughs> you know you know you know what's crazy is like i guess when you tell that story that could be like the average person yeah, pe all <laughs> you know? the time. Pe yeah. Everybody does that shit. Yeah. And see, like, even now, like, another experience is my brother. There's a reason why I don't like my brother. Mm -hmm. It's not because just of the interactions I had with him. The interactions is throwing fuel onto the fire because it's like you, you speak of or you do these things knowing what you have done before. And okay. so one of the bigger issues was... I'm not sure exactly how aware my parents were of certain things that my brother did or whatever. I know he used to come and still change and stuff like that. Like, we actually got into a fight one time when I was living in my old house about that I took something from him. First and foremost, this product, there's more than one of this product out in the market out here in this world. And two, you just had possibly had bought the same shit or whatever, or we bought the same shit or whatever. He always uh, suspected I was taking stuff from him or whatever. We actually argued over hair clippers. One of his go-to things is this. Show me the receipt. Bitch, I don't save the receipt all the time. <laughs> so that. shut the fuck up. That's like, and so to me, it's like I felt like I'm spotting a cop out. You're basically saying this for the sake of the argument to gain leverage. Mm -hmm. That's a bitch move to me. So there was that. And so he used to take shit. I'm a light sleeper. The reason, and so I guess it's like, here's the thing. You would never, you're not really playing me full fool. If you are, you're not doing it for long. I just, just that I don't say shit. Mm -hmm. Because I would have hopes that it'll get better. Or I'm gaining more information on you. Because like I said, I've mentioned to you, to you before. I'm a type of person that allows you to feed yourself that rope long enough to hang you. So when I do respond, you can't blame me for how I'm reacting. Right. The evidence is in the rope. Right. So, um... Certain shit just kept happening. I think if my parents knew they were playing coy, and I believe it still happens to this day, I don't trust my brother. Okay. I don't trust him being around my shit, 
And for that, I don't trust my a lot of people being around my shit, even my parents, if they were to be around any of my shit anymore. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that they have done that they have not corrected and they think they got away with. No, I'm aware. I'm aware you try to, especially if you try to do a whole round when I'm asleep, that you're showing me that I can't trust you 100%. That, and that shit does not go away. And it hasn't. There's certain memories just like, dog, I was not able to do anything about it. I'm doing it for the sake of being a good person. I'm doing it for the sake of keeping peace in the house. I'm doing sake of this. It's, I'm doing it for the sake of something. So it's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. That sacrifice is grace, and you can aggravate grace. So True. there are certain things that still kind of weigh on me in memory. And it's just like, damn, bro, like you had to fuck up the peace by not being trustworthy. Right. So... That's what kind of like triggers for me on top of people just doing certain shit. Like when I'm in certain areas, it's based off of an experience. I don't do things just because I hear about it mm-hmm. or, oh, it's a possibility. No, it's because the environment has proven that that's, it's capable of doing that now. Yeah. So now it's just like, it's, you know how they say, shame, you fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me or whatever. How that, however that saying goes, I now adapt it. And sometimes it's not by choice. Like, you made that a possibility to me. So now that's how I'm going to treat it. I could be, like, nice and cordial and everything like that. But that that other thought process is sitting in the back of my head. And I am prepared for it if it happens. It's just a matter of whether you're going to choose to make that moment happen or not. Okay. So... A lot of things could be a trigger for me. It's just a matter of the decision that's being made. So you still feel like you have the anger, um, anger issues. That's what you're saying. Or managing it better, <coughs> sure. Now, if <coughs> if it was enough pressure to make me implode, it's a problem. Okay. That's why, I like, especially for certain people, I avoid certain things or getting into it with certain people. It's not because I feel like you can beat me. I don't care about that. It's one, there's a there's a consequence for it. I might not be able to allow it to be at a certain avenue because of that. I might not be able, somebody might not want to hang out with me because of that or whatever. But here's another thing. Depending on how much you've done and I have not responded to, it did not go away. The the, the memory of that probably will still sit there. So there's times where just like somebody will try to fight me. No, I, I'm not going to fight you because the thing is. And this is not just my intentions, but who knows how how much will come back from all you've done before. I'll kill you. I'm not saying it to intimidate you. I'm saying it because it's a reality. It could happen. Mm-hmm. I will kill you. So just leave it alone. Um, some people actually take advantage of the fact that something has not happened. So they'll keep doing certain things. And it right. just builds up. Right. They're just like they never learn to leave well enough alone. Okay. And that's also, I would try to tell people, do the best to be the best you in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know how people react. I just watched a, a, mo- a movie that came out in 2020 mm-hmm. called Unhinged. That is a, the basis of that movie was a perception of, be careful how you treat people. The, it started all from road rage. Shorty was beeping a horn in a harsh way or whatever. And dude pulled up and he addressed her about it or whatever and gave a chance. It was like, hey, you know, this happened. 
And she was just like, I was just having a bad day. And she's like, well, it ain't just you or whatever. And then he apologized. Right. And then he was just like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry for you having a, ha- having a bad day. And I'm sorry that I may have made it worse. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, like hoping to get an apology back. No. And that started the whole thriller right there. Now, you you, you, you got a maniac after you who's just going to fuck your life up now. And he told her that he's like, now this is what's going to be. He said it to her. And I guess she didn't take him seriously. But the thing is, you just got to think, you don't know who you're dealing with out in this world. You don't know what they're going through or whatever. You could be the last damn straw. You couldn't be the one who was building the pile, but you could be the last straw. So I always try to tell people to do your best, to be your best person out there, whoever you interact with. Me, I do that all the time. And then, yes, it would leave me vulnerable for me to have bad experiences, but I'd rather for it to be your fault and not mine if there is going to be a response. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know what you could have went through. You don't know what I could have went through. Right. You didn't give me a reason to act this way towards you, though. And if I was to lash out on somebody who didn't create that situation, I'm quick to apologize. I really am. But, like, I try to conduct myself and check myself everywhere I go. I went to Macy's the other day, and I got annoyed. But I stayed respectful. One, because it was an older woman, like, somebody who could potentially be my mom or whatever, mm-hmm. working at the counter. And, I and like, I know what it's like in retail. I know how things stre- can be stressful or whatever. I don't want to be a reason for somebody to break down or anything like that. <laughs> right. Why would I want to do that? I'm not set up to that. That's not how I'm wired. So, despite of me being annoying and what was a conspiracy against me, I was just like, well, thank you, ma'am, such and such and such. And even the person who assessed the situation, it was still, it had to be sorted out. But she obviously she was a higher hand for the one who was ringing me up. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, yeah, just do it for this, for just for now or whatever, because it was basically about a price. And then so I was like, well, it said this over here and now it's this. Or whatever. I just want to clarify or whatever. I'm just letting you know what I seen. I wasn't trying to jip you. But, you know, yeah. And so... The older woman, she wasn't like nonchalant, like disrespectfully. She was like, you're just doing it for now or whatever and X, Y, Z. So I made sure I thanked them both. One, because I don't know what it would cost you to even just do that. Right. But like, hey, in case you were having a bad day or something happened where you thought these consumers are assholes, I'm going to show you otherwise. I just want you to have something to say, oh, that was nice. Because we little things hurt. Right. So Yeah. Um I think I used to struggle with uh with anger issues when I was younger. But I feel like mine was more rooted in trying to be like petty. If that makes sense. So it's like Technically, a lot of things couldn't make me angry. But if I felt like somebody was trying to take advantage of me mm. or they was trying to be like spiteful or petty or something like that, mm. then I would just focus on trying to one up the person. And then in the sense of like trying to one up somebody, I would I would still be like kind of insulted that they're trying to get over on me. Facts. Okay. And then like the anger would just build from that. Okay. You know what I mean? So it was like 
So basically, you're just trying to make people feel foolish. Kinda for trying to make me feel foolish. Right, right. But in the sense of like realizing that somebody's trying to make you feel foolish, you know, you got a lot of pride and ego. Mm-hmm. You just get angry. Facts. And then you know how the the average person when they get angry they say hurtful things and you know try to press a button and hit a nerve and that's kind of like how I was but because that was normally what was being done to me yeah you and I have totally two different flames for sure what you mean well this was when I was younger yeah they, for your reasoning uh, oh yeah like okay. how you yeah. how you getting at now my reasoning also because I forgot to include this it just came to me after um like I had put my rant out there but also i was bullied okay and so and if for shit that was not in my control or whatever it was just like i was bullied so also i believe that that played a part too and like so much of that has gotten away to a degree to a degree because uh one of the dudes uh that used to do it is funny and this is how uh I mean, I you know, people who believe in karma or whatever, if it if it is it's gonna come for you or not, things can happen in full circle. It's just not it may not happen as soon as you want. So one of the dudes who used to bully me or whatever, I actually ran into him again in jail. Okay. And he didn't know. He didn't recognize me at all, but I definitely recognized him. Okay. And I said and so when that happened, because I'm sitting around, we it's just the gang of us dudes, and we sitting around and shit, and he's talking and everything like that. And so the thing is, like, I kept my head low. Not low as in, like, oh, I'm just trying to stay quiet. I'm just chilling. Just waiting to see if I can get out, when I can get out, whatever. What do I, what do I need to do? And I'm just sitting there chilling, like, there's no reason to be out there. Ain't no reason to be noisy and shit. But he's just talking freely. And there's times I kind of look up and glance and shit like that or whatever. And it's just like, I know you, bro. I know you not just as and I know your name first and last. But I know you. I know your personality. I know where you grew up and came from. And so he was just sitting there talking. And I don't know if he noticed. He probably did. But it's just like. I could sit there back then like, damn, nigga, like as a child, you ruined my fucking life. As a kid, you ruined my life for no reason. And here we are in jail. We already locked up. And I'm just sitting there thinking, there was a part of me just like, man, you know what you could do right now? He's sitting right in front of you. Y'all already in jail. And on top of that, you can tell from the vibrations. I mean, yes, it's jail. But it, it, it took a little concentration to figure out some of the homies that he was telling the stories to, they fuck with me. So, if it wasn't going to be no one-on-one situation, hmm, there's plenty of people and opportunities. And on top of that, everybody frustrated. Hell, niggas probably fight just because. But I was just like, man, do you know what I could do right now? Right. And we in jail. So I'm already frustrated about the bullshit that brought me here. And now I remember you. So, you know, that was just another thing that kind of like got away. One of the situations that got away. I told you everything that happened to me, it was no justice being brought. It was just 
it happened. Now move on. Right. So. So yeah. So um, let me let me get my story off, bro. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I felt like when it came down to like trying to be petty because like what you alluded to in the beginning it was like that's all you really was that's all you really was seeing you know what i'm saying yeah like nobody was i had like a couple of friends that would take the high road you know I, you know they wouldn't they didn't want to argue they would yeah whatever whatever but like 98% of people everybody was all about you know who was going out petty each other who was going you know what i'm saying and so when you fall into that kind of trap, it's like it's just never ending. You know what I'm saying? And it took for me to, like, when I was in, like, the big relationship that I was in in my life. Mm-hmm. And everything started off smoothly. And then we kind of started going down that path. Like, I, right, you're not answering the phone today. I'm not going to answer the phone tomorrow. But I feel like you didn't have a good reason not to answer the phone today. It's not like you're working all You know what I'm saying? Mm. So now, in the midst of me being angry because I'm ignoring you, I'm also angry because I felt like you was just ignoring me. Thanks. And like a whole good old chick for tat. Right. And so, you know how it is, like, when you don't do things the right way, which clearly we wasn't doing, you're mad at each other and then you just start talking again. Mm-hmm. But you don't address like what the hell just happened. So in that, what like what really made you turn away from that? Realizing how childish and foolish it was, or like how just how destructive it was, or because it just became exhausting. Yeah, it was a little it was a little bit of the exhausting thing. It also. I don't know. I just. I just. I, for, I forget what happened. Something happened. We ended up breaking up. Obviously. You know. It didn't sit too well with my fam. So my family was doing like little. They were saying like little petty stuff. Um making comments about my life, about my choices, about my decisions. Mm. And, you know, I kind of was just left by myself. You know what I mean? Mm. And so what happened with that was, like, I started being depressed, started being stressed. Like, I I felt, like, alone. Mm -hmm. There's nobody to be petty to no more. Right. Like I can't be petty to my you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not talking to nobody, I'm not hanging out with nobody. And by the grace of like the universe, you know, in that moment I was able to like feel peace. And that was like a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like I had been missing out. Like, you know, this whole time I ain't had to say nothing to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting here trying to go tit for tat. You know, you playing these games and whole time I can go day to day without saying anything to that person 
or anything to you or anything to any, you know what I'm saying? And I can have this peace and the only way for this peace to be disturbed is if I give value to what people tell me. And I've been different ever since. Yeah, man, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, and, and because I gave up trying to be petty, like all the anger stuff left with it because that's the only reason why I was here. Like, like you've been around for a while. I, it takes a lot for me to get, like, angry. Shit, I don't even recall you ever getting angry. Exactly. You know <laughs> like, what I'm saying? Because it's like. Shit, I don't even know if I can even say I witnessed you getting annoyed for real. Yeah, and it's like, once I discovered the piece, I was like, yo, hold up. I've been, I've been missing out on this for, like, 20-something years. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on. This is, this is all right right here. Mm-hmm. So then when you get people trying to do the same old, same old, it's like, I'm not perfect, so I fall into it depending on who it is. You mm-hmm. fall for it here and there. But for the most part, it's just like, mm, yeah, you can think that. You can say whatever you guys say. I'm living in my truth. I know what my truth is. Yeah, because it doesn't do anything. It's just words being heard. It right. does not come true or nothing. Or... And, and it's you with your anger issues. Because now that I know what's going on, like when we did the podcast about the uh, the emotional incest, mm-hmm. and you didn't know it was a thing until we found out it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, once you found out like about that, it's like, oh, okay, well, everybody has anger issues. Everybody's struggling with anger. Mm-hmm. So now I, have a, I can tell myself, I, I'm telling myself another thing like, you know what? Don't take that personal because they don't know how to deal with their anger. And when I was angry, I used to say stuff to insult people to try to get under their skin. Mm. That's all they're doing to me. It's up to me whether I'm going to pull up my skin and let the insults in mm-hmm. or, you know, do like I do now and take it as entertainment. Because I take a, a shitload of shit as entertainment. Like, I look at my life as, like, a, a big TV show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, out, outside of people, like, dying, like, 95% of shit that, that I see in my life, I take it entertainment. Because that helps me cope with the fact that it's just a bunch of bullshit everywhere. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, like I said, once you get that peace, it's nothing, it's nothing like having control of your own peace. You know what I mean? And like you were saying earlier, which when you go through like with your brother and I told you off air earlier, I don't have like the kind of the close camaraderie with my siblings. I can't tell you the last time I spoke to my brothers. Mm-hmm. I got to be randomly out here and just happen to run into them somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I got to be like, I think the last time I seen my brother, my oldest brother, um, was right when the pandemic had started. And I was going to the store for something. I, you know, we got two shoppers mm-hmm. close. So I went to that shop. Obviously, that's a close one. Mm-hmm. I went to that shop first to go, to go look for something. They didn't have it. So I hopped on the bus, and I went to the other shoppers. And I seen my brother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, they ain't got what I was looking for either. But damn, this must have been like meant to be. Because 
I just, damn, are you still alive? Are you out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't have that. Now, my other brother, I spoke to him when their mother had, uh, passed away a few months ago, and he came over here to visit. But it, something like that got to happen. Other than that, I'm not going to really hear from niggas. Like the same thing with my sister. Hmm. Like my sister live here. So it's like we're, we were, we were together by a default, right. but we never had like, I mean, I guess it's all perspective at the end of the day, but we never, I felt like we never had that brother, sister. And we did, and we talked about that on other podcasts too. Cause we, like we said, we fell in with my best friend is a brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My best female friend is like, we call them sisters. To the point where, hell, we got fake cousins. We like, we, you know what I'm saying? You telling people, yeah, it's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, we done, we done, we out here with an artificial family because the bonds with the real family is like failing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm good with all of that. Like, I don't, it's nothing that like, I don't think too much on it because once you think about the the dynamic of life, then you understand like this shit just fucked up. Everybody deal with shit, you know, differently. A lot of people out here, they smoking their life away, drinking, you know, out here shooting, robbing people, out here getting killed. You getting sick and you dying. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so many things that fucks up the dynamic of life. I don't blame nobody for nothing. Mm. You know, I'm uh I'm in the process of recording like a autobiography for my life or whatever. And one of the questions that was asked to me in this was like, you know, my father died when I was young. And so my bro asked me like, do I feel like did I ever feel like anger that he left my life so early? And I was like, you know, when I was younger, and I was in school, and you would see people, like, pops come up to the school and shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I ain't never had, like, that moment. You know what I'm saying? But then as you get older and you understand, like, everything that just goes into life, like, bro, it's impossible to, like, be mad at somebody. You know what I'm saying? Unless he just, unless the reason was, like, damn, he just killed himself. Then I'd be like, well, that was kind of self. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He just wasn't healthy enough to live. That Like, I had an older dad anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't healthy enough to maintain, like, yeah. if my dad was alive right now, then he probably would be, like, in his 70s or 80s or something. I'm not sure. My mom would know, not me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I feel like it's just impossible because you don't have control over nothing. Right. Like, you could be a supreme health nut. That's not going to stop you from getting cancer. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Chadwick Boseman, we all looked at him. Yeah, like, like super vegan and, and all of that. And, and it's it's bubbling inside you the whole time and you don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And by the time you find out, it's a gamble. We might can save it. We might not. Mm-hmm. And in his situation, they just couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I... I once you look back, and I've been through, like, a, I have a lot of stories like that. 
it just brought everything in, into perspective. Like, I'm sitting here being petty. You sitting here trying to one-up somebody. You letting people get the best of you. You letting people make you super angry. And it's like, for what? If I go outside right now and get hit by a car and I die, that's what people going to remember for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what trying to one-up you. That's what people going to remember. So, nah, I started... I let like I'm uh, just thinking that the last thing you try to do on earth was be petty. <laughs> and, 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 like what? So I, I I I threw all of that shit away and I started incorporating little stuff that it felt good and it looks good too. So instead of me starting an argument with you about anything, now you know what? Let's get some of my friends together. Let's go feed the homeless. Hey, let's throw a cookout and let's just laugh and chill and remember the good old days. Let's go out somewhere and make a new good old day for the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Because if we're going to lose anything, we might as well argue. Well, I'm sorry. If we're going to argue about anything, it might as well be something that's worth trying not to lose. Right. Instead of just... you going, And I know we all can attest to this because we've all been in these kind of relationships. You're going back and forth being petty with somebody and you're not even about to last. So now you don't waste your time. You done got angry a million times for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at this point, you probably just prolonging the inevitable. Right, right. And it's like, bro, that shit's, that shit's dumb. You bringing in gray hairs. You bringing in wrinkles. You know, I don't know how everybody deals with big breakups. People, people in the bed at night crying. Can't eat, can't sleep, mm-hmm. calling out from work, suicide some people. All that for what, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't, it ain't it, worth it. It just ain't making it no better that we just out here doing shit like that that causes that. Right. Like, willingly. Yeah. Like, like, like willingly. Like, that's why I said, like, people are inconsiderate, <laughs> bro. Like, you don't know what what type of result that, that shit will create. And it, and it's just once I got a once I got the experience like I wish everybody, even though I had to go through a super traumatic event to get to it, I wish everybody would at least experience peace without being dead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I wish everybody. I don't. If you're fortunate enough to have that shit last forever, cool. But a week, a day couple days a weekend i just wish everybody would just because if everybody could experience that people would not be out here doing this petty Mm-mm. you know what i'm saying nah. and yeah that's that's what my that's where my stuff was rooted in from my anger issues was rooted in trying to be the petty king and prove points and you know ego and all that shit once you get rid of all that silly shit only thing that matters is what you're trying to build in life your legacy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's my story. It's just, it's, it's, it's uh, hella, one hell of a conversation I had, man. It's now <clears throat> the matters of just how you deal with this shit. Yeah. Like, that's literally what I see as anger management, just how you deal with it. Yeah. Um, management, it just is a very, uh, it's a general word for me. 
It's, it, 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 it's because it. you can manage negative. I mean, you can manage anger in a, as, you know, as a set of like, all right, I'm just going to maintain this negative. Yeah, I, I feel like when they say management, I feel like they're just trying to be like professional in a sense. Because obviously, I have, uh, I also have some, some steps. But even reading these steps is just like this is very cliche. This kind of stuff they want you to do to manage your anger. The word "manage" is just it reminds me of work. And there's good, <laughs> there's, there's good managers and bad managers. It all depends on what it is you're managing. Yeah, managing uh, I, 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 to me is the word maintaining. If, like, what if, are you maintaining? If you're trying to man, if you're trying to manage your own anger, then that's 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 like it's risky. Because if you were that disciplined and good, I don't think you would have the anger issues to begin with. Yeah, to me, I mean, it, it depends on what certain things you were teaching off rip since the beginning. Right, right. You know, because just having that information is helpful. But, I mean, it, it's, it's always going to be you managing yourself. Because that's... Yeah, it always that's what, you. Yeah, that's where it comes from. So, yeah. you know... So I'm gonna I'm read a couple of these. Like I like I now, like I said, disclaimer. It's a very cliche. So <laughs> we just add our own flavor as we go. But obviously, number one is think before you speak. Yes. Much much way easier than said than done. What do you feel about that? Thinking before you speak. I kind of feel like everybody with anger issues. I kind of feel like you do think before you speak. You're just not thinking right logically in your right frame of mind. I mean, there are some people who still do it regardless, and they actually <laughs> did think about it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like like, like I, me. I've I've been there before, so you got to. I feel like you got to explode, and then when you come back down, you got to tackle it when you're calm. You can't tackle it building up. Yeah, I mean it's it's more reasonable to do that when you're calm, yes. Right. But that like like for me, uh I don't do this often, but there's some things that you're like Yeah, yeah, I did that. I wanted to do that. Like I've right. actually gotten to a point where I, I like thought about it like should I? And then I was like, Yeah, actually I do. I want to I, I want to and I should like Because your so, adrenaline and, your adrenaline is already pumping. It's already raising. And it, it's like it's virtually impossible. Like to just put a cap on it and be like, "Yo, let I right. shout out to the people that can." Yeah. It's not impossible. I just you know, but I feel like for somebody dealing with the, we not talk about people that might have anger issues. We're talking about the people that that have it. We've established that I right, this person right here has it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna explode. I would rather you go ahead and explode. Hopefully, you just don't kill the person. And then when you. When the the tidal wave settles, mm-hmm. and that calmness, you gotta attack it then, yeah. to keep it from high tide again. I, I'm gonna use high tide as the the explosion part. Okay. And what do you, what do you think? Because obviously you've been there. Obviously I've I've been there. I feel like once you start building towards the explosion, even though you might say this to yourself, I I kind of feel like you're you're most of gonna egg yourself on to explode. Anyway, I mean, figure like just getting back into the like the question. Uh huh. Um, think before and, you speak. Yeah, think before you speak, <laughs> or in our perspective of the of the subject, think before you act. 
Right, right. So, right. you know, yeah. like, yes, like, I do believe in it. Because if, to me, and I tell my friends this all the time, if you even for have that split second that you, should I do this or should I do this? You're conscious enough of, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. of the positive yeah. response. But like you so said, if you can, if you, if, if you're conscious enough to think that, then it's not too, that difficult for you to do it. Like, right. You know. But like you said, though, like, you're also, just because you're conscious, that doesn't mean you're going to go with the right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and, you still could be and like. Some, and some people, it's just like, to me, it's like, you you black out. Blacking out to me is a point where it's just like you don't have the control. It just happened. Yeah, well, before, not, you, before you can generally just like, no, wait, stop. Yeah, like, none, none of this matters with that. If you got but, that kind of problem, none of this right yeah, here Yeah, but if say. if you actually had to take the time, if you really had a chance to self-talk and be like, yeah, I want to do this. To me now, just doing the wrong, it's like, it's like a form of being petty. It could but, be. But now here's the thing. You got to work towards it, though. Here's the thing. Now, especially... If you just like, nah, I don't, well, nah, I don't want to go the right way. I want to do this. You're going to have to be prepared for whatever result's going to come after. You don't even care about that kind of stuff until it, until it's, yeah. Yeah, until it happens to you, maybe. Yeah. But see, and that's the thing. And that all can be a spiraling thing. It is. Now, now I'm even angrier. Now I'm going to do this, and it, it could be a ping-ponging effect, but like. So, Paul, so pause this. If you're listening and you, you're a black outer. Then you could just skip to the last one. The last one is seek professional help. When we do free, when we, when we do these therapy type podcasts, one of the one of the the solutions is always seek professional help with every single. Now, I don't like that because that's just kind of like taking the easy way out. Go, go get help, you know what I'm saying? But and I believe we all need that. Yeah, let but let's let's get to all let's get to all the other things first. Cause you could, you might, you might be able, you might be strong enough to do this on your yeah, own. Yeah, I was, get, you well, know, yeah, maybe. I'm not, not going to rule those other things out. Yeah, you could, yeah. it could successfully work out for those other things. The, the next one is get some exercise. I'm on the fence about this one because that also can build the adrenaline. line. It, now it might, it could help, but I feel like it could also hurt too. What you think? It. The only thing that it may have higher chance of hurting is your body. <laughs> And just a, a risking of injury because sometimes you might not even be in good form if you're gonna work out when you're angry, right? But you over or you gonna overexert yourself, yeah. And that's the thing, like you that was that's the sometimes it's the point for most people is just like now I'm too tired to respond. Yeah, it, it could work out. So yeah, so that's why I said or, I'm gonna, it, or it could just like I said, it could just turn into um, something positive for those who could really function that way. Now me, when I'm angry, yes, I have the best athleticism. At that point. Okay. But the thing is, I can't concentrate for too long to be stationary to do certain workouts for that. I have to be in a state of flow and be able to have better imagination and visualization to get my workouts done. Yeah. Being angry is just like literally I have to see something crumble. Okay. So now what am I going to do? I'm not gonna crumble my body. That's counterproductive. So yeah, for, for me, like I, if I was to be angry, the best only workout that I really probably would have is the heavy bag. Right. For me, I think I would rather be at actual work than to work out. Because that way, I feel like I can. 
it's evident of you doing something positive uh, or at least evident of the benefit. I feel like I can stay busier longer at work. And then that gives me a better chance of maybe calming down. Because I feel like the workout thing is so risky. That's risky. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it could work. It also can make it – like, you might – you might start punching the punching bag. Like, no, I got to punch somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you, you got to think. We got anger. We're, we're not. Again, it's not you, regular then us. Again, then again, you're going to need help. Right. Like, it's not regular us. We we talking about, like, us with extreme anger issues. So, it's like, yeah, you know what? I would be open to trying it, though. It's a yeah. list. I it's, mean, it's yeah, it, it, it works for some, not all. It says, use humor to release tension. I do believe in that. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's nothing wrong with a good joke. I ain't gonna lie. I have <laughs> been in an argument with somebody before, and I cracked a joke, and then we actually was laughing together. It was yeah. kind of like, stop distracting me, nigga. I'm trying to be mad at you. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, you know, can't go wrong with a good joke. Yeah. I, I feel like a good joke can kind of, and it just it reminds you, it's just like, oh, what the fuck are we arguing about? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's is wor- it really it's worth, worth it? it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, people crack jokes at funerals. Yeah, because you just you trying to make sense of the situation. Like, damn, like nigga, I was ready to rip your head off, but how can I be laughing with somebody who was ready to fight? Right, it don't make sense. Yeah, I, I can get on with the human thing. I, I don't, I don't really recall too many situations like you just somebody super angry. You tell a joke. I mean, you might get a person. I'm, oh, what you think I'm a joke and all that? You know what I'm saying? But other than that, nah. If, if, if you the joke la- is funny, if you if you chuckle, bro. If the joke is funny, just end it. Yeah. Just end. Just end <laughs> uh, you can't. You're not pulling it off, bro. Yeah. The joke is funny. The joke is funny. So. And down. Drop the list. Drop the list. <laughs> Drop the list. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next, it says. Practice relaxation skills. Um, practice taking it easy. Repeat a calming word or phrase, such as "take it easy." Uh, now I don't. It's a yes and no for me. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm, I'm not like, on this one. And that is something you definitely have to do while you're already calm. You yeah. have to you have to practice that while you're already calm. It's so this would be the same thing as for, when they tell you to count to ten, big, right? Yeah, for big, uh, yeah, like for big ups though, for those who can do that while they're angry, count to ten and all. But that. I, yeah, but I do believe like you've probably at some point you really had to practice this, practice this more while you were already calm, and now it's now utilized as a tool for you when you're angry. You already knew how to do it. Yeah, because I, I I just don't think I'm gonna incorporate this and see. I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just start randomly saying "take it easy" and just see like what happens. You like, probably have to stare yourself in the mirror and do that, bro. Kind of like I wouldn't take myself serious. It's like, it's I just, wouldn't take myself serious in the mirror. It's like that that scene in the movie. It's not your fault, yeah. and then you just keep saying it to the person, and now you just start <laughs> feeling bad. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, you I'm, either I'm, gonna I'm, yell at yourself and say, "Nah, nigga, you take it easy," or you really gonna be like. Yeah, I'm gonna start trying to see like, yeah, I'm gonna see if it help me relax more. Even though I'd be super relaxed already, I'm gonna see if it, yeah. Um, this one says, this is come on now. This one says, don't hold the grudge. That's that's not productive at all. 
how is that helping you manage anything? This one, ironically, this one has context to it. So it says, forgiveness is a powerful tool. If you allow anger and other negative feelings to crowd out positive feelings, you might find yourself swallowed up by your own bitterness and sense of injustice. Forgiving someone who angered you might help you both learn from the situation and even strengthen your relationship. I, I get that, but that's just like saying, let it go. How can you, what tools can I use to let it go? That's just like just telling somebody to do something, and that's the end result, not holding a grudge. Yeah, You're able to relinquish that grudge. That is an end result. But how do you get there? I would have rather this just said, the context is good. I would have rather, if the the statement said, try not to get swallowed up by your own bitterness or sense of injustice, I would have just took that. Because now that sounds more logical. Yeah, you just going to have to learn how to forgive. It's, it's, yeah. There's going to be another tool that you need in order to practice. It's a practice within a practice. Right. Yeah, like you said, don't hold the grudge sounds like, yo, yo, let that go. Yeah. And now they're going to be trying all types of stuff because you, now you're letting shit go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't You're just sipping it. Like, that's like just brushing it underneath the rug. <laughs> okay. This is the next to last. Well, actually, this is going to be the last one because we already said seek professional help. That was the last one. Take a timeout. And then the context says timeouts aren't just for kids. Give yourself short breaks during times of the day that tend to be stressful. A few moments of quiet time might help you feel better. Mm-hmm. Prepared to handle what's ahead without getting irritated or angry. Yeah, I agree with that. Like That's it? just like going for a walk. Yeah. Okay. I, I I just need to take. That's literally we say it all the time. Yeah, maybe. we call it taking a moment for ourselves. Yeah, the taking time out thing kind of make it sound like yo go sit in the corner right quick, yeah. and then you know, whatever you. All right, anything you want to add to that? Like any other things you would want somebody to try? I'm gonna try this uh this take it easy thing. Um. <laughs> uh, nah, that's that's. That's just about it. That seems like to be a a pretty okay list. Yeah. Um. Just I, I guess try to turn it into a creativity, you know. But that's kind of like I forgot what in verbatim that it was called, but it was on your list in relation to that. But oh yeah, it, it was kind of like you saying going to work. Trying, yeah. you're basically doing something productive. Not only is it productive, Get but it's 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 you're basically distracting yourself with something more peaceful. So that's and you know that's how outlets are made. Yeah. So you're learning to cope in a positive way. Yeah. That 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 uh. And then obviously at the end, <laughs> it's not a number or nothing. It just says once you're calm, express your concerns. So that's what we said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of. It, it it I I feel like a lot of this stuff will work if it's like your first time. Dealing with anger issues. I kind of feel like if you already need deep in the game. Or it depends on how often you do those things. That's also true, too. Because eventually you'll just be like, well, this shit ain't working. Yeah. So. I, well, you know what? If you exercise a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And you keep your body in that tired but not tired state, mm-hmm. that might also like prevent you from like, Hitting a certain level of angriness, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Too, too tired to be angry. You know, fuck, yeah, fuck you just shit. say I'm too exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not that upset to ignore this pain or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and adrenaline lasts for but so long. 
Right. So you ain't gonna be able to push through that pain all the whole day. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like if you just make a routine and incorporate all this stuff into one, one big job routine. Yeah. But I get what you're saying for it being questionable though, because for real, for real. Like, yeah, you'd be angry, but then eventually you are just again pushing past the pain and also the exhaustion. Now you're just fitting angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I get what you now, know. Now you, now you built to put in more work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, like no, nah, I, I was definitely, that's why I say I'd rather be at, I'd rather be at work where I could actually like, I could really be like, like that's, that's, that's a gamble right there. That is risky. Mm-hmm. That's risky right there. Cause like, like you said, the first thing you would want to do, you, you, was talking about the punching bag. Mm-hmm. That might not be that might not be good enough. I do wow. Man. You see, the thing is, I'm I'm a problem because I'm actually equipped to do worse things. Yeah, and, like and, I'm trained to do worse things. So, so it's like I don't. I kind of feel like you want to keep a person subconsciously away from like anything where he's like play fighting. You kickboxing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You playing with swords or something like you want to. There's a lot of responsibility with that stuff. Yeah, because it's like that trigger explode. That's that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Then it's second nature at that point. Yeah. So that, that that's you got any last uh, statements you want to throw out there? Nah, that is all, man. That is all. Yeah. Hopefully, we all get better out there. Uh, one of the simple things that is out there, and it's free. Communicate actually give a fuck about what's being said in the conversation it solves so many fucking problems let the pride go yeah that that which which isn't the easy part it's not easy to let pride go I, now I, that i can attest to i mean it's 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 a simple thing as in like it's just out there it's free like there's nothing to the there's no algorithm for it you're just doing it you listening like you and i we listening to each other right now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it solves so many fucking problems without creating even more problems because I'm telling you, it's a domino effect. It is. So, you know. But, but, you but also, once we finally really care enough and be more equipped to do that even more, I think it definitely solves a whole bunch of fucking issues. And you got to remember, your perspective is not the only perspective. Which is very true. So you keep naming you keep naming more and more stuff. Now it's getting hard for the people like the You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... <laughs> We just gotta quit while we ahead. Let's you know start off with the baby steps, timeouts, and you know a little PE, yeah, exercise, jumping jacks, regular regular exercise. That's what it should have said. It should have like specified mm-hmm. like what you need to do some push ups, any anything recreational. Man. Yeah, play some basketball. I play. I get when I if I'm mad mad, I'm good at basketball, but basketball got to be the reason I got mad. Or oh, I'm not gonna be good at it. Like if I if I break up with if my girl break up with me and I go play basketball, I'm gonna be trash. Mm. If I'm at the court and niggas talking shit and I get mad, I'll be good. Yeah, because now you got <laughs> you got a point to prove to what it is that you're doing. Yeah, and and that's when the, you can channel that adrenaline. Yeah. My heart broke. It, it's gonna be a wrap. I don't give a fuck. With, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you might kill a nigga at the court. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying Then that's when the wild shit get to happen and all that yeah. But nah, This has Been another Breaking the Narrative podcast BTM for short I am Teddy And I'm Mark Anthony Get well soon Mike Yes sir And we out We out